Alright, I want to talk about two things. One, entrepreneurs can become blind to the deficiencies or issues with their own idea, their own problem. And two, people love to be taken to lunch. Okay, the first, so far as the first one goes, blindness. Yesterday, or the day before, two days ago, I had thought that I had pretty much solidified the idea in my mind. And the hardest part at that point was the problem of how do I effectively communicate this complex idea succinctly and efficiently? Because there's not a lot, you don't have 40 minutes to describe the idea to someone on pretty much every situation. But that is how long it has taken to describe this idea to where they get it on a couple occasions like it's they th- we think they understand so we let them continue on and at some point we realize oh this person does not understand this idea this person they thought they understood it and they actually were a little bit off in a big big way they it's because when they try and draw connections in their mind to our idea they draw connections to things they know and because our idea is a little bit different from anything that they might know currently or maybe we haven't find the right, right, found the right analogy yet, they uh, just, just doesn't click. They're not getting it. It's leveraging a new asset class or it's leveraging an asset class in a way that's not typical, especially in the real estate world. It's just not being done. So that's one thing. But what I was blind to was that like, well, hold on. It comes down to we're trying to provide liquidity in the form of, you know, they might be able to, and so, or they could, and, and, and under certain, some circumstances, they can't, and if they can't, is it, like, if the circumstances are such that they can't get a loan from the bank, why would we want to lend to that person ourselves? Like, the bank has a good underwriting process. They cover their assets. So, I mean, that's just like a double, double-edged sword, right? If the bank doesn't lend to them, then why would we? And if the bank does lend to them, then why are we novel? So... That's a blindness. A little bit overcome by like we're offering really, really liquid or like super easy to come by cash. I mean, under certain circumstances, right? They have to have cash flowing properties and a lot of them at that. So like we can be the fastest way to get capital today and a significant amount of capital today and at the best rate possible, like better than hard money loans that might be quick, but and it's all fully automated. Like it's, there's some real novelty to that. There's some real value add. But in real estate, we were like, you know, kind of just working our way through this. It seems that not so typical loan, but it's still technically a loan. Trying to provide liquidity to real estate investors based on their future cash flow, future income from their rental properties. It's like, hold on. So if they have income, why don't they just go get a loan from the bank? It's like if they have this proof of income that's consistent doesn't the bank give loans on that? And the answer is like, absolutely. That is, I mean, in one form or another, maybe they require a down payment. There might be other things that we do differently, but like, yes, they do offer a loan on that and you can get money for having income. That's not a new idea. It's like, hold on. So were we betting our whole business model on the fact that they were leveraging an entirely new asset class as an income? Like, no, (laughs) this is a blindness I had. And it was pointed out super, super plainly by my dad who I talked to about the idea and he's like wait a second dude like if you're not trying to be a bank and you're not I mean and you're not trying to compete with banks then well why don't they just go get a loan it's it differs from the business model that we were looking at in SaaS to create this our idea in SaaS they're 
which you know take the same business model and apply it to SaaS, which is already being done and done well. Um, they, uh, the businesses that they're selling to have lots of reasons where cash flow might be tight up front for one reason, but they're generally in good health as a as a company or a business, and and those reasons, like so, for instance, maybe you have to you have a supplier you need to pay today, but you get paid by your your customers in two days and you need that cash today or whatever like there's reasons that cash flow problems happen for businesses in the b2b SaaS space whereas obtaining capital in the real estate space is the name of the game it's the bread and butter it's everything you do it's just how do i have more money so i can buy more homes and appreciate my portfolio like that that is it's a little bit of a different spot and if you have poor cash flow it's usually because you're in a tough spot like your properties aren't performing the way that you'd expect them to or want them to so that's like one fundamental difference between the SaaS model that we're copying and trying to transfer over to real estate is that it doesn't necessarily mean that like we 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 have a flaw like the novelty of having being the fastest isn't as great in real estate and we're trying to lend to people who are, you know, likely to pay back, but might have restrictions at the current moment. Or like, we want to add to this asset or this, we want to let, we want to add to their financing stack. Yeah. So, so there's a blindness there. There's a little, there's a little finagling, like what type of users, what is the use case where they would use our cash flow? And, are, are what types of users are using like what when do they need this are they only aggressive investors like are we only medium-sized aggressive investors are are we could we potentially work in commercial real estate where they're the big guys and they're still trying to be aggressive or maybe commercial real estate they would use our capital for a different reason and as our rate goes down as as the our like percentage cut goes down as capital gets cheaper or like we find investors that are willing to try and like it's a safe investment as a, as our discount rate goes down we start to attract more and more the better types of investors that we're looking for but we're not really trying to be in the business of lending to people who are unlendable to by banks so there's a, there's a sweet spot there and i guess we're trying to explore it so we're doing lots of customer interviews right now just to see potential customer interviews because we don't necessarily know who our customer is yet or why they would want the money but we're trying to see one, why would they use the money? And two, like what, who they are, you know, how many properties they have, what are their goals? How leveraged are they? Like, why do they want our money? Like, could they potentially just need it for a quick fix up? And it's like small cash and they don't want to go through the hassle of getting capital from a bank. And like, maybe that's a great use case and we could do that for a long time. But we find our entire customers, people who use the Burr method to flip properties faster i don't know but we're in we're in the works there but blindness is real is all i'm saying and that's one thing to keep in mind is like even when you think you have the whole business model down in your head maybe you're wrong maybe you neglected to search for something that you knew might provide an answer that you would ruin the the idea that you loved and i don't think i was necessarily there but i definitely thought i had the idea down and at some point i got asked a question by somebody that completely shook it for a second and it's it's good to know. It's it's super valuable to have people like that who will tell you what they think, even when you know it might like it might not be what you want to hear. So that's the first thing. The second thing, 
it's related to people love going to lunch and this is because well just like one one example in the past day is we took a guy to lunch who works for optio and they build professional pitch decks for fundraising and i guess they also build pitch decks for every purpose but particularly fundraising and this guy is like I mean, their pitch decks cost $15,000. Their services cost $15,000 for the end result of the pitch deck. And, we, you know, we just off invited him to lunch. And he was super down to help. He gave us all he had. He showed us examples of what things that work. I mean, so far, like, to the extent that he didn't actually give us or help us write a pitch deck. I mean, he didn't give us any material in digital, like, any digital material. He helped us the full extent he could and he did it for you know 10 12 dollars or whatever his meal cost so <laughs> it's a uh, that's a that's really cool people love going to lunch people love feeling valued and taking them to lunch feels makes them feel valued and i think that i mean I, I i'm just working on this whole building relationships with people because like as a as a goal like i want to provide value to those relationships as well and so far it's it's been a bummer because i'm i feel like i'm more taking than i'm giving and I hope that someday it switches or soon that it switches to where I can give more to these relationships than I'm taking. But like those relationships you build with people are proven to be pretty valuable in, in pretty much every aspect of anything we've worked on in the startup so far. So two insights. People love going to lunch. They love feeling valued. And two, sometimes you're just blind to your idea. You're blinded to a specific aspect of your idea. Or you're fearing, you're fearing that your idea isn't what you set it out to be or isn't really going to work out. And that's a rational fear, but it's also one that has to be so quickly overcome because you're after this research of truth. You want to kill your idea as fast as you can. And I know there's, it's a sunk cost. If, if your idea is not going to work, you still want the truth. Always, always, always. So good stuff. Good days. Cheers.